Άιτε με στη γης το πυρωμένο κέντρο. Άιτε δυο πουλιά φιλιούνται σε ένα δέντρο. Άιτε πέφτει λάβα, λάβα τα φιλιά τους. Άιτε Tracks from Abroad, 
a student-run radio show broadcasting from U of T. Hear voices and experience cultures from all over the world. Tracks from abroad. Tracks from abroad. Tracks from abroad. Tell your story by emailing us at tracksfromabroad at ciut.fm and tune into the show Mondays at 6 p.m. on CIUT 89.5 FM. Hello and welcome to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Alex Troxel and I'm here with Jesse McDougall. That's me, I'm here. Uh, this is our first live show as a volunteer team on Tracks from Abroad. You may have noticed that from the uh, minor wrinkles starting off the show today. Oh, that's nothing. I've had way worse than that. I'm sure you have, but you know, <laughs> you also have uh, very high highs that I am expected to live up to. So it's going to be really exciting to uh, be a co-host this Oh, well, year. thank you. I, let me move these mics that are in between us so I can okay. see you. Yeah, I'm stoked to have Alex here today. And um, for all the people listening who have listened to Tracks from Abroad through and through, thanks for coming back today, Monday at 6 p.m. And we are um, also going to have another co-host joining us later on. His name is Seth Martosh. He actually recorded an introduction that I'm going to play momentarily. So he had a, a, a bit of a... Um, I don't know, we can say uh, a family arrangement today that he had to get to, but he will be here next week, and you can hear his luscious voice. Uh, so while I'm pulling this up, um, talk a little bit, Alex, about uh, why you wanted to join Tracks from Abroad. Well, I knew that it plays such an interesting role in the CIUT landscape of uh, connecting both interviews and student voices with world music, mm. which I think is something that uh, you know is really fascinating for U of T students and for uh, young people in uh, the Greater Toronto Area. Fantastic. Okay, I've got this little... Uh, here's Seth Martosh uh, introducing himself on Tracks from Abroad. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tracks from Abroad. My name is Seth Martosh, and I'm one of the co-hosts we have here in the show this year. A little about myself, I'm a fourth-year architecture specialist with a minor in French. I love playing soccer and, more importantly, discovering super weird music from all around the world. So naturally, Tracks from Abroad appealed to me. I'm super excited to be sharing the fascinating conversations and cultures we have in store for you and listening to some incredible music in the process. Tracks from Abroad is the premier place to learn about diversity on campus here at U of T and getting you familiar with customs and perspectives you may not otherwise encounter. Hope you enjoy the show and tune in on... All right. Well, uh, well, that was Seth. <laughs> that was in. very smooth, Seth. Very well done. Yeah, no, really well done for Seth. So, again, to recap, next week we're going to have the full team, Seth Martosh and Alex Traxel here, taking over as the co-hosts on Tracks from Abroad. And today we're going to be talking about Greece on the program. Um, we had a conversation with Fedra, a student at U of T, about her studies in drama and about how her experience with Greek culture has informed that. Absolutely. And this is the first time that we're going to, you know, so, so to speak, visit this country to mm -hmm. hear some music. You heard that song at the beginning of the set. Um, I think it was called Andromeda. Let's see. Mm -hmm. Andromeda. Oh, boy. See, I can't pronounce the name. Thanasis Papakostantino. Okay. So how do, you know, how do you know how to pronounce that? Because I am half Greek, there which you I may or may not mention more than once. There you go. There you go. Now, the last thing that we want to mention during this intro 
is that last week, Alex and another volunteer, Isabella, and also Seth, joined me at the Global Toronto Conference, where we spoke to a whole bunch of different artists. And there was one in particular that you spoke to, Alex. Who was that? Yes, I spoke to Ahmed Monika of uh, Monika Arabic Jazz, of Mosquito Bar, mm. of many different things. He's a very multi-talented artist. Um, and it was just a very exciting interview to have when you have someone who is been so proficient in so many disciplines. Really, truly, truly. He has been involved in lots here in Toronto, so I highly suggest, if you want to keep up with our show, to follow us on Instagram at tfa.radio. You'll see all the fun clips from those interviews with Akiwi, Analia, Blisk, Eliana Cuevas, Richie J, a whole bunch of other people, and of course, Ahmed, Monica as well. And now I think we'll be able to kick it to an interview that we had uh, Seth and I Speaking with Fedra. That's right. Right here on Hit It. Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. That's right. Hello and welcome to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. I'm Seth Martosh and I'm beside Alex Traxel. We're here today with Fedra from Greece. Fedra, how are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about your day so far? What's been going on? Well, I had a morning class at 10, a performance class. We're actually putting a show at the end of the year. You should come and watch it. <laughs> um, so we had that until one. And then my sister's friend, she bought us lunch. So that was fun, free lunch. We like that. <laughs> so I have some sushi and here I am. I'm going to just give myself some credentials here. I am half Greek, so I'm not making a completely baseless stereotype here. <laughs> at least my Greek family, they're not quiet in their support of other people. Is that your experience? or? Thankfully, like my parents have been very supportive, so they're always there. They always tell me, like, make sure you record it and send it to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so where in Greece are you and your family from? So I'm from, like, the region is called Thessaly, and my hometown is called Larissa. It's pretty much center Greece. Right, and what made you want to come to U of T? So I have a Canadian citizenship because my mom was born in Montreal. Uh, my sister also studied at McGill, so I knew I wanted to come to Canada for my studies, and U of T was my first choice. So. And you speak Greek? Yeah. Do you think being at least bilingual helps you learn drama? Like if you're struggling to connect with a line in English, do you think about it like in a different language and then kind of understand it differently? I've never really performed in Greek. I've always like connected like my performing with English. So there are moments where I pause and I'm like brain fart. I don't know the word in any of the languages. But yeah, you just need to like take a breath and just it'll come eventually. I've always been curious for bilingual speakers what language they dream in. Do you dream in Greek or in English? I think it's mostly Greek. Although sometimes like when I'm thinking, I might think in English. It depends. Does your name have a specific meaning in Greek? Yeah, it's actually, um, you can find it in Greek mythology. So Phaedra, she was a princess in Crete. It's like the biggest island we have in Greece. And her sister was Ariadne. Basically, the story goes, Theseus, he went to fight the Minotaur. And then he met Ariadne, my Phaedra's sister. And they had a son together. But then when he went back to Athens, he met Phaedra and like he fell in love with her. So they got married. But the son, Hippolytus, he didn't believe in the goddess of love, which is Aphrodite. He believed in Artemis, the goddess of war, which is basically like 
nothing to do with love or relationships. And basically, Aphrodite, she got mad and she was like, okay, I'm going to curse Phaedra to fall in love with her stepson. So she fell in love with her stepson and she felt very guilty. So she killed herself. And then she wrote this letter to Theseus saying that, hey, your son tried to rape me. And also like, I was in love with him. I felt guilty. So I just commit suicide and then Theseus was like pissed off so he executed like his son and then Artemis came down and she like explained everything so then Theseus was left with no one. Talking about ancient Greek theater do you have any specific plays or playwrights that you gravitate towards? I really like Medium. It's a very strong play and the way all the women are written in this play it's very powerful. And it gives like a lot of chances to the actors to play around it and just put their own personality into it. Can you tell us a bit about what the play's about? Basically, all ancient Greek plays are just about women getting like cheated on. And it's just fury. So this is one of them. Lots of killing, killing their children. So when you study these ancient plays, do you study them in ancient Greek? Well, last year we kind of like touched upon it here at UFT, but it's in English. They don't really touch upon it that much in my department here. Right. So I haven't really done a lot of work with it. If you were doing it, would it be in ancient Greek or? Yeah, it's a more modernized ancient Greek. To make it sort of more accessible? Yeah, more accessible and easier to understand. Uh, What's one less commonplace in Greece that you think some people should visit? There's definitely a lot of great islands one could see. We have lots of amazing places up in the mountains. Specific from my dad's side of the family, we have this little village that's up in the mountains. It's like really high up in the mountains. It's called Calarites. And it's just beautiful. Like it's a whole different feeling of like being next to the sea. Being up in the mountains, you're basically isolated up there. But like the village, it's tiny and you always going to see like people singing there and like drinking, which I love. Um, There's like a lot of great places to hike and there's like a river too. I feel like if people go to Greece to visit, they should also like look into like the actual mainland areas because like there's a lot to see, like especially with nature. Well, we're going to take a short music break on Tracks from Abroad. Fedra, do you have a song to suggest to start off the next music break? Well, it's in Greek. It's called Το Βάλς Το Χαμένον Ονείρον. It's The Vals of the Lost Dreams by Manos Χατζηδάκης, which is one of our best, most famous Greek composers. You're listening to two tracks from abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Seth. I'm here with Alex and Fedra from Greece. We'll be back after some music.
platican Apa dulce Batida de coco Batida, 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 batida de coco Ego dingardiamo Veri danillo me toco Que otan piso στο χάλι λέω πάντα χαλάλι και πατήρα δε κόκκο κι αν με άφησες φέτο πατήρα Back to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. I'm Alex and I'm sitting beside Seth and Phaedra from Greece. I know that 
from my experience in Greece, there are certain gestures which mean different things than they do in English-speaking countries. So, But yes and no are sort of different head movements, I guess. When you're performing, do you ever think of having to ho- sort of hold yourself back from how you would normally gesture and be like, oh, for a Canadian audience, I would have to do this somewhat different to make sure it's understood? Up until last year, I never really thought about it until after my performance. I asked one of my friends, oh, how did you find it? And he was like, oh, yeah, it was great. Like, you were great. I really liked this and that. But, like, you move your hands a lot. Is that a Greek thing? <laughs> and I I was just stunned. I was like, oh, maybe I do. Maybe this is a Greek thing. And I've been, like, very self-conscious about it <laughs> ever since. So, yeah, I kind of, like, I've seen myself recording videos of my demos or anything, like, something like that and I have noticed that and I'm like oh yeah maybe this is something we do we actually use a lot our hands like you said yeah so it's something that I'm trying to like work on because it might look kind of silly when like somebody who's not from like Greece sees that especially when you're trying to perform as someone you know from different cultures is that something that you also might actively look into if you're playing someone from a different culture you'd think how do they use body language how do they gesture um yeah I actually do that a lot because I'm definitely a person who expresses themselves through movement a lot because I have like a dancer background because like last year I did this character she was Russian and I was so excited to like find her like body language and like the way they move their hands because she was like also like an old lady so I love doing that. You mentioned your dance background. Is that a big part of Greek culture or or Greek music? Oh, yeah. It's a major part of Greek culture and music. You're always going to see people dancing no matter what type of music we'll hear. Various different types of, like, dances around Greece. It depends on, like, on which region you're from. I mean, I'm talking about, like, folk dancing, like, traditional Mm -hmm. Greek dances. Yeah. Is folk music still popular or is that as important if it is? Yeah, we would definitely still listen to it um, because we have like a lot of events, especially during summer. It's like a festival. It usually happens on like very orthodox religious days when we're celebrating like a saint or something. We have a big festival and usually the music that we're playing, it's folk music. So like people will gather around at the village squares and they will like dance like in circles. It's, It's beautiful. Is that strong music culture also true for pop music? Because obviously Greece, if you look geographically, it's surrounded by a lot of countries that speak different languages. Would you hear more foreign languages coming in or do you think there's more Greek music being put out? I don't think you'll hear Greek music outside of Greece. For Greece, if you put on the radio, you'll hear a lot of like Spanish or Italian songs. It's not usually pop. It's usually like 60s, 70s, like Italian, Spanish songs. Is there anywhere in Toronto that you think you could go and do some Greek folk dancing? There is actually. I found out about it last year because funny story, one of my dance teachers back in my hometown in Greece did this online workshop for this. It's like a solo Greek dance. It's called Desabekiko, which is a major Greek dance like people do. So I was like very surprised when I saw that. So that's how I found out also about the Greek dance. It's kind of like a this community. It's a dance forth. So if you need to go dancing, <laughs> you know where you want to be. Is there anywhere else in the city you think that could uh, compare? Um, regarding the classic, you know, Yiro, souvlaki, I kind of liked the restaurant Tzadziki, which is at Danforth. They have really good souvlaki, I, I must say. It's good. And then if you need, like, any other traditional, like, Greek dishes, I think, like, Athens restaurant is really good. 
is that something you seek out or when you're in Canada is it like you almost want to get away from the cuisine that you've been eating no I love it I always try to seek it like when I went back home I went to my grandma and I'm like I need your recipes I need you to teach me <laughs> the major Greek dishes so I can make them back in Toronto so I definitely cook like a lot of Greek food did that here. work you actually extracted the recipes yeah wow. I did impressive, impressive. <laughs> if you had to pick one main dish or one dessert that you think best sums up Greek cuisine what would it be because it's just a comfort food that just warms you up and I think that's what Greece does to everyone when you go there is Greek cuisine sort of comparable to Greek music and how it's had a lot of influence from other cultures in the area? Definitely. A lot of food we share with Turkey, just like music too. Lots of influence from each other and from like the Balkans in general. We do have like lots of influence from like other countries. All right, so Phaedra, do you have another song for us to listen to today? So this song is called Misirlu by Sofia Webo. This song, it's a very popular old song. We don't know the composer or like the lyricist, but we do know it's a song that Greece, Turkey, some parts of Egypt, we share this song somehow. For me, it kind of like represents how much influence we've had like Greece with Turkey because like the genre, it's kind of like it's called like the Tifteteli. But it does have lots of origins from Verebetico, which is the major Greek genres and music we have from like late 1800s, which has like a lot of influence like between countries um, like Greece, Turkey. From my understanding, there was like a lot of movement of Greeks from Turkey to Greece during the 20th century. Is that sort of where that genre of music yeah, came from? Yeah, because like it was this from Mikrasia, it's like this area which shares Greeks and Turks. And that's where it kind of like like the mixture started to begin and that took off like during the late 19th century um, during the war it kind of like went on from there in the prisons it's basically the genre of the people it's, this music is created by the people usually in the rebetico the lyrics are improvised so whatever we hear now it's basically like recordings they would just sing it and then they had to like write it down so they can record it afterwards once it became famous this is Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. You'll hear from us again after a short musical break. Ah, 
Back to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. I'm Alex and I'm sitting beside Seth and Phaedra from Greece. Do you find, as a performing artist, that it's easier to get into roles that are similar to your own experience? I find it tricky sometimes because you get to see like a character who's like very similar to you. So you have to like revisit memories or experiences, which might be good or bad. But then my problem is after you finish doing like being a character, how do you like shake that off of you so you can like lock it up into your little box and then continue? I'm at this point where I'm kind of like scared to do anything that's like too similar with me for that reason. So it's just like a matter of just finding ways and tools to know when to step out of a character. Right, and what are some of those tools or, or ways? Um, I mean, there's a bunch of like stupid, like silly exercises you can do after it. But it's, for me, I think, like, you have to take a few seconds and just reflect and then try to, like, distance yourself from it. In that case, would you ever do any method acting? This summer, I did this acting program, and one of our instructors, she's, she loves method acting. She didn't say it, but I understood from, like, all the exercises she made us do. Um, I was kind of, like, traumatized after the one exercise we did. So after that, I'm kind of, like... Uh, I like I don't know if I like it or not. There's parts of it and exercises you can do which it might help you to like perform better and like be in the character. But I feel like you have to set limits. Is that something that drama students are sometimes concerned about when it comes to how they want to approach a role and how they think the person evaluating them wants them to approach the role? Well, as actors, you have to be like very flexible and adaptable too. So it depends. I mean, when it's an acting course, it should be good if your coach is not really telling you what to do exactly and letting you explore the waters on your own in your own way. But when it comes to like putting up a show, it also depends like on the director what he wants. So in that case, do you prefer a director who's a little bit more hands off and kind of gives you a little bit of leeway to play with? 
Yes, definitely. One of the good things an actor can do is like give a lot to the director and then he can just like pick things and be like, oh yeah, like this and that or take this off. It's good to make the director's work easier for them. Because right. also you show like you're able to do like whatever he wants you to do. So yeah, you talk about being involved in the theater and studying. Can you tell us a bit about your introduction into that? Well, first of all, I always knew that I loved performing because I started off with dance. So I've been like dancing all throughout my school years. Um, and then it was around high school because I did the IB program. And there was like the option of taking like an, a theater course. And I was like knew that I wanted to do acting in some point of my life. But I kind of like my priority was dance at the point. And I was like, okay, that's a great opportunity for me to start somewhere. And then I just realized how much I liked it. Because <laughs> um, like it was very, like the adrenaline I get from it, it's like very different from dance. Like I feel comfortable with dance, but then when in theater, like you use your body, but you use also your voice. And it's like weird when you just like sit on a stage and everybody can hear you. They have like, they focus on you and you're just there like, oh, wow. They're, they're looking at me, they're listening to me, <laughs> nice. Um, so I found that like very exciting and I kind of like knew in the moment where that I wanted to pursue both. And then I think like my love for theater just like grew the moment I came here. I cannot picture myself not dancing. Well, thank you, Fedra, for spending your time with us, for teaching us a bit about Greek culture and Greek theater. I'm sure everybody enjoyed. My name is Seth, I'm here with Alex and Fedra. Well, thank you for having me. It was great to share it with you guys.
Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM, and another big thanks to Fedra for coming on the show. It was great to hear from a drama student about how performances and how performers need to include different different gestures rather when you're playing characters from different cultures. It's something I never would have thought about. For sure. And it was also great to hear about the ancient cultural origin of Fedra's name. And we even learned that the culture of Greece is still continuing to change in many dynamic ways with uh, the development of rembetigo music being a kind of Greek blues, as mm. well as the very interesting fusion you heard just a minute ago from Hilotis White. And absolutely, next, absolutely. I don't think we said our names. We have... That's critical. Go Alex Troxel. Alex Troxel here, Jesse McDougall. Today we're co-hosts on Tracks from Abroad, episode number 81. That's correct. And uh, up next, we have three tracks by Canadian Greek artists. First, we have one from Pavlo, an artist who blends folk with pop sensibilities. Definitely. The next one comes from the Rambetica Hipsters. This is a band from Alberta, uh, from Calgary, Alberta. And, um, you know, on tracks from abroad, it's great to play music that is from Canada, but that takes inspiration from the outside world. So you'll hear that as well. Absolutely, especially because we have such an important population of Greeks living in Canada, so it's great to there see some music from them. And then lastly, we have uh, Catherine Philippeos, who is going to be playing a song from her latest EP. For sure. It is truly helpful to have someone who can pronounce the names correctly, <laughs> well, but when it comes to Arabic, I think you're going to be in trouble too. Yeah, you have about one week where I can pronounce these correctly, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. then it's out the window again. <laughs> well, good timing. All right, so take us away. Uh, Alex, what are we listening to right now? You're listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM.
Ξεκινάμε, πάμε μακριά Σ' ώρες, άγνωστα νερά Στο μωράδιο μένεις μόνη εσύ Πάντα νους μου θα είναι στο νησί Πάντα νους μου θα είναι στο νησί Τώρα το πνίο έχει σαμπάρει Κι από τα μάτια σβήνει στεριά μέσα στα κατάρτια πετούνε οι γλάροι και εγώ σου λέω ευγελιά Μέσα στα κατάρτια πετούνε οι γλάροι και εγώ σου λέω ευγελιά Διάφορη ζωή μου Αφού δεν είσαι εδώ Αγάπη μου μαζί μου Μια Λέξη μόνο Να ξέρες απλά τι κάνει Τι φέρνει πίσω Πως η δύναμη μου δίνει Ελπίδες να σωθώ Απ' του μυαλού τι δίνει Yeah. 
μα παρνηθεί Σε πέλαγο βαθύ Να βάγιο άσε με Μα αυτός μα παρνηθεί Σε πέλαγο βαθύ Τι δώσεις, την απόσταση να σβήσω Κι ύστερα πάλι την πόρτα σου θα κλείσω Μια, μια ζουν όλα απόψε σαν σκηνή από φόνο Θα με ξοντώσεις, το ξέρω που και να πάω Στο ρεύμα της καρδιάς σου κόντρα προχωράω This is Tracks from Abroad. I've been Alex, and I'm with Jesse. That's me. Thanks to our guest, Fedra, and our board tech, Matthew Lin. Terrific job, Matthew, over there on the board. You can listen to all of our 80-plus episodes on all different podcasting platforms. And in particular, if you want to hear from a specific country that we have not covered yet, send us an email at tracksfromabroad at ciut.fm. Also, follow us at tfa.radio for new TFA interviews with Monica Arabic Jazz, Eliana Cuevas, Akui, and Kizaba. This has been Tracks from Abroad, and we'll see you next week after a brief cover of Stuck in the Middle with You by Gelsomina. <laughs> Many
Keep my-